How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to episode 14 of the Goat Heads podcast. I am Tony with my co-host, Zach. Say hello, Zach. Hello, Zach. <laughs> and if you have not been paying attention, the Sabres are on a w- downfall. I almost said a warpath. <laughs> no, the Sabres are on the opposite of a warpath. They are... <laughs> Whatever the last opposite episode. of a warpath is, that's what we're doing. <laughs> We are uh, 0-3 since our last episode, falling three straight. Um, after We recorded after Pittsburgh, so we had a two-game road trip, Hurricanes and Tampa. Both, I feel like we played okay, not bad. The Lightning game, we were obviously without Rasmus Dahlin, and we put up a fight till the end. So. I had a third-period lead in that game, and, you know, you just kind of fall apart, or you see what teams have, like, the best endurance, like Tampa Bay, knows how to be good the whole game. Yeah, and then uh, after that little road trip, the Sabres come home to an easy two points, some thought, and then we got absolutely manhandled by the Arizona Coyotes. We got goalied. We, I don't know what it is with us facing either just average or below average teams, but their goaltenders turn into the second coming of Dominic Hasek, and it's – it's tough because the Sabres put up, I think it was like 32 shots and had one goal and two of the Coyotes goals were off of Dylan Cousins. So uh, if you get rid of that in the empty netter, it's a 1-1 game, but uh, some unfortunate events. And, two going know, off Cousins is just a bad break. That's yeah, just... it's, it's tough for anyone. Obviously not his fault, but it sucks. It really does. Um yeah, if you're living in Buffalo right now, you're kind of just depressed. <laughs> the clocks the clocks went back an hour. We can get a whole rant about daylight savings, but I wrote an excellent like school, but I, I kind of forgot the gist, but it might not be good, it might not be bad. <laughs> I'll see I'll see it out. Yeah. Josh, we'll Allen, Josh Allen's broken. So he's okay. He's getting a second opinion, but he's okay. He has a uh, I don't even MCI M whatever something the elbow. Right elbow. Yeah, I Which was I, just talking about it on the last episode of the Go Heads podcast about the Tommy John yeah. surgery. Speaking yeah. of injury, we can talk about Evander Kane because that just happened. Yeah, um, that was terrifying. Just got announced he's out three to four months. So, yeah, if you didn't see it, uh, Vander, who are they facing the? Tampa? Yeah, Vander Kane takes a hit, goes down on the ice, and I believe it was Pat Maroon who stepped on his, like, skated over his wrist and scary stuff there, blood all over the ice. Like you said earlier, fight or flight, you saw it in his eyes. He ran over to the bench. Even the trainer was like, what the hell is going on? Pat Maroon was even yelling for the trainer. Pat Maroon turned around and was like, holy shit. Did you see Evander Kane's ex-girlfriend when she posted on Instagram? No. Okay, everyone, if you don't know the dilemma, it's just nonsense. But Did she, like, celebrate his injury? She, like, posted a selfie, like, all smiles over here, and then I think it was two stories later she promoted her OnlyFans. After the injury? Yeah. Wow. Every time anything of Vander Kane happens, she posts something and then promotes her OnlyFans. Uh, okay. <laughs> that's shocking and it made me like it's suckle, yeah. but that is horrible i mean so, i saw a tweet it was uh, i'm starting to see a vander kane side of things because they posted those pictures so 
I, mean, I don't know. If you're an athlete and you get hurt and you don't have to be a good person to be cared about, like you're still a yeah. living, breathing person playing a game with where the participants wear knives on their feet. <laughs> Speaking like of that, do you remember? I know it happened to a Buffalo goalie, but that was a long time ago. But we faced the uh, Florida Panthers. I was at the game. Zidnik? Yeah. That yeah. was scary stuff. It was a hit. Skate went up, cut this guy in the neck. Oh, it was terrifying. They bleed out. If it wasn't for the trainers, they bleed out and scary stuff. I remember, like, my dad's, like, screaming, like, oh, my God, oh, my God. I'm looking around. I don't see anything. I was so little. I was like, what are you talking about? Did you not see the blood all over the ice? I'm like, no. And then I saw it, and it was pretty crazy, so. <laughs> yeah, that's my story. <laughs> that was, and then I saw it. That was pretty crazy. <laughs> I was so little. I don't know. It, it really yeah, stopped. That me. is a lot of blood, Dad. You're right. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, but uh, prayers for Evander Kane, and we hope he. You obviously don't want to see a player get hurt like that ever. And he's a good hockey player. We we're not here to debate his character. That's no. Whatever isn't he? He's in some gambling debts. He's all over the place. Yeah, know. but we're not. We don't gonna, gotta. We don't gotta. We don't gotta dwell in all that. The negativity, because yeah. um, we're we have plenty of it. Being three games into this losing streak and playing the two best teams in hockey, knocking on our door. There's another number nine in the NHL that uh, we'll be seeing tomorrow or today, if you're listening. Today. Jack Eichel, right. the we, Jack we, attack. We got to get out of this negative, this yeah. negative uh, vibe. It's so hard to not because be. the people watching this, it's game day, and it's Jack Eichel. <laughs> we need to get out of this slump, yeah, and mess up Vegas because Vegas is going to come at us hard, dude. I think After- I know something that can cheer everyone up. Hello. Jack Eichel's coming to town tomorrow. I don't know. Like, huh? <laughs> Sabres face Vegas tomorrow, Dylan. You just woke me up and I... How about those Sabres, huh? How about them? I'm hanging up on him and I'm cutting all of that out. And if I don't, then I'm sorry. Anyone has to do that? <laughs> I think that was the best interview we've ever had with Dylan. That is uh, Dylan Lanning, head of analytics. If the graphic should be, if you're ever wondering where we get all our numbers, now he sounds so smart. It's, it's actually <laughs> him. So yeah. he's the power behind the Goathead podcast. This is the game of games, in my opinion. This is going to be the best Jack Eichel Sabers game of all time. Yeah, last year was yeah. a fluke in the way of Eichel wasn't his full self, and now we get a fair game. And the injuries Vegas had. We got a healthy Alex Tuck and El- or Peyton Krebs and Jack Eichel. So it is a fair fight. Um, yeah, uh, I, there were, he was getting like uh, already asked questions about it yesterday. They were in Toronto. They won. Eichel had a goal. But, um, Smith had two. His yeah. overtime goal was insane. That was their eighth straight win. That probably would have been a great game to watch. I probably should have watched that, but I didn't. I was watching. What did you watch? Because I watched the four-one Arizona game. I don't know what they were playing. <laughs> yeah, that one. Nobody's out there. Yeah. <laughs> so the team to us. 
They are. It's only a week old. I mean, we want to get boots on the ground, but in this economy, <laughs> in this economy, in this economy, you don't really know what flies anymore. Yeah, but Jack Eichel, we all know his season this year is something that people from Buffalo are not surprised by. He is taking the league by storm. I think he has 15 points. Uh, the after oh sorry the after the whistle show had a great point today. I didn't listen. So Vegas see. Vegas wasn't expecting Buffalo fans to react the way they did to Jack Eichel, like all the boos and how bad it was. So they they're coming into this game like ready for war against the Sabers. They're the, the best team. Players in the or the fans? Huh? The players or the, the fans? Players. Oh. The Vegas players, because they weren't expecting all the like the environment to be like that. And now they are, so they're – we might get rolled. Oh, my God. We, <laughs> we might get Sabres are currently 7-6, and six, and this is a big game standings-wise. The Sabres fell all the way down currently. They are the second-worst team in the division. In it's, front of, it's not too – it's like two points. It's so early. It's, but, um, it's still an above 500 team, but – these next two games, if you lose both of them to Boston and Vegas, you're under 500. So you have to win at least one of them. Just for, like, the fans, I think. You cannot lose five in a row right now. Yeah, you um, expect – dude, they need fans in that building. Tomorrow yeah, could be yeah, a turning so. point. Tomorrow could could be the turning point for uh, fans. It would be a little hard after the little stretch of games I just had. But, I mean – I expect people to be there maybe around the same number as the last time if I had to take a guess. Maybe a little more, maybe a little less. Who knows? Tickets are seventy something dollars the cheapest. It's <laughs> well, can you talk about how ugly these jerseys are. These are yeah. brutal. Those Reeboks, I, I see pictures of them like from back they're in the just, I cringe. They're just bad. the silver, I it, it bothers me so much. It does it just doesn't make sense. It feels stupid. But I mean, what else does it really talk about other than with the Jack Eichel thing? Other than he's coming and uh, he's coming and he's one, he's playing at a high level again. <laughs> plays we know he can make, and he might score three goals in an eight-three victory. <laughs> yeah, I expect the, the Sabers to start Anderson tomorrow. Victory. I don't know. Start Anderson, I think, because Comrie's played was the last. I don't know. And Comrie's been. Let's let's talk about the Buffalo Sabers goaltending real quick. It's so it's, so, it's such a hot wire issue, and it's hot Here's, you, you got to look at the pros and the cons. The pros, it's better than it's been. What the past? How many years? Or let's say at least better than last year. We have almost the same exact team as last year, minus a couple plus a few here. But Comrie, he's been very. Average and it's that's honestly numbers wise, you mean not even not like analytically and just like you look at the, the goal sh- or like the stat sheet and you're like, oh, Eric Comrie threw up like an 8 2 save percentage today. The quality, yeah. the, the, the thing that doesn't get added to the save percentage is the quality of chance, like that doesn't affect the percentage. Sabres yeah. two goals went off our own team, and one was a giveaway right in front of the net. There's like, just 
Those there haven't been goals. many where it's like, oh, you got to save that. The one I think of is the uh, game-winning goal for Tampa the other night where it's just like, it's tough. But, like, you got to remember he's been bailing you out all night. It's just like, it's just so average, but, like, not really. We're it's not hard to get a good picture on it the way we're giving up two-on-ones breakaways and stuff like that still. Yeah, there's some moments you can't help but feel bad for him. We're missing almost half our defense. Um, we need Samuelson back and even Yoki Haru just to fill out the defense. Yeah, uh, Cal Clegg has been a good surprise. Yeah, own power. I mean, nothing really crazy, but I think he gets the job done. Um, another person who stepped in, who's been very up and down, is uh, Lawrence Pilot, who a lot of fans had high expectations, not even high expectations, just wanted to make the team this year. I think he got a shot. Yeah, I don't really notice much from him. I mean, yeah, nothing. He's kind of just seems like another body. Um, who else we got? Mm-hmm. Fitzgerald, who. The Coyotes game, I would say Pilot, when he was out there, they were holding the point more with him. We had a lot of possession against Arizona. We That's a game you really have to – I mean, I can't say you have to win because they're an NHL team, but – Barely. You expect to win. <laughs> Barely. I, I mean, they're NHL talent. Yeah. <laughs> but they're actively trying to lose to yeah. get on a Bedard, so. Hey. But I they're mean, playing good hockey recently. Yeah, I, I heard some. I was listening to the Expected Buffalo podcast, and they mentioned something about uh, how like they're like the second is expected goals for. I don't know. I'm not good with that whole uh, analytic stuff, even though it, it interests me. But it's uh, I'm just not my not my strong point. But and our uh, president won't ever tell us like what anything means, Dylan. <laughs> yeah, he he called him. himself. But um, yeah, Arizona's been uh, scoring. They, I don't know. They're doing a great job, but they've got a lot of holes. Obviously, when they're trying to be the worst possible team they can. But uh, yeah, there's there's really there's just so many excuses. But Sabers should have not lost that game. They didn't take them seriously. They didn't look prepared. I like going eight five and zero oh into vi- into the Vegas game. It just sounds better. It looks better. Because Vegas is is the best team in hockey. Yeah. And then we play the second best team in hockey. Yeah, Boston's right after that, and that's uh. These are the two two of the big fish. Boston's eleven two and zero right now. I think if you I think if you can split one of these games, win one, lose one, and beat Vancouver, who's next? I think you're okay. We face Vancouver again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Um. Yeah, they got to come out of the, this uh, two stand with a win, and I, th- I have a feeling they're gonna they're either gonna get killed by Jack Eichel in Vegas, or they're gonna pull a magical win that they do. That's why I really want to go. Like, I yeah. really think it'll either be like the best hockey game ever, or like a Jack Eichel. And either way, I'd have fun. Yeah, you know what I want to bring? I have a I don't remember was it Trainwreck Sports who was uh. They're selling those flags, and it's like that, like Renaissance painting or whatever. Skinner and Eichel touching fingers, and it's so. Imagine we go up to the boards and put that up. Or we put uh, Tage Thompson's face on Eichel. That'd be funny. But um, leave it Eichel. That's hilarious. I don't know. It's 
I don't. I get why tickets are ex, ex, eh, as expensive as they are. To but last night, working class. <laughs> last last night, I looked at the Arizona game, and it was fifty bucks a ticket, like twenty minutes before a puck drop, and like that's a that's a travesty. That's, why are you trying to fill seats? Like it looks good on TV. It's it's a, make the tickets cheaper. I mean, more I don't know. people. I think it's more important to get people in the building than to make money right now. I think they'll make find money with these. Don't they lose money not selling the tickets? Like, wouldn't you rather sell them for something than not sell them? Well, they're still selling tickets, but like, I feel like there'd be a huge jump, and I don't know. And they get food sales. You know, I'm. We're talking. I'm pissing us off. (laughs) You know what grinds my gears. (laughs) <laughs> it, it's just to the point where you're, where you're, uh, it's a Tuesday night game against Arizona, and if two guys are out of the town, say the Go Hunts podcast out on the town, <laughs> and we're getting a bite to eat, and we're like, "There's a Sabres game in an hour. Who's it against? Arizona. Tickets will probably be like fifteen bucks. Nope, they're fifty before fees. After fees, but still, oh, fifty after fees is still. A that was on Game Time, which is the cheapest app, I believe. So. Could be more other places. So Kevin Adams, give us season tickets, and we won't fire you when we buy the team. Yeah, we have one chance. Um, speaking of when we buy the team, another person buying a team. I don't know if you saw this, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds yeah, wow. The game. Mm-hmm. So got players a standing ovation. Like RJ was there. Like it was crazy. The, the players were tapping their sticks on the boards. Brady Kachuk and uh... save us. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm all for it. I think that's pretty cool. I mean, obviously, he went on to was Jimmy Fallon. You see that yeah. clip? He's like, uh, he obviously can't do it alone. I think they were, or at least he would like be a minority, minority owner, right? What was that? He need he would be a minority owner, right? Yeah, he would need a partner. He said, his words, he said he needs a sugar mama, or sugar daddy. So, yeah. <laughs> but that's too I think. I'm a fan of like just like cool people who do cool stuff buying cool hockey teams or any other teams because I'm sick of uh I think I heard on after the whistle it's like five million dollars to become a minority owner, like the minimum. So if you're if you're in a position to do that, that's a good I think sports teams are good investments. Yeah. Right before yeah. gambling's gonna hit its peak. Sleepers. <laughs> right before there's a gambling kiosk in Walmart. <laughs> that will be a thing, by the way. If you don't believe me, just give just give it some time. It's if you don't believe him, y'all not ready for that yet. <laughs> y'all ain't ready for this one. <laughs> is that is that proven or did you just make that up and my uh professor told me this for uh, uh she said this in two classes for marketing, omni channel strategy and <sighs> Just take my word for it. <laughs> I mean, it. well, the title of this episode is "Gambling at Walmart." or something. Yeah. I mean, what kind of people will be using this machine? You'll be surprised. Um, a lot. Like, I can't see a situation where I'd be like, "I got to go to Walmart and I can gamble there too." I need to go to Walmart and throw this fat parlay <laughs> to pay my rent. <laughs> That's scary. Oh my god! Yeah, can you live bet Sabers money line at a a Walmart? That'd be 
I think that's where humans peak. I don't think it gets much better from there. I would drive to Walmart to do that. <laughs> During the game. Speed to Walmart. <sighs> wow. Sabres really putting us in a... Yeah, we're... This is like... Are we depressed? Or is this depressing? <laughs> Are people here? <laughs> here us? Like, we can't... I don't know how to even go on. Look, I mean... It, look, you got to look at the bigger picture here. I don't think... I think we keep see, slipping into this mindset. But for the vit listener, it's Jack Eichel night. So this is a game where if we if we get beaten this game, we can act like babies. <laughs> yeah. But... I think I think we gotta have a positive attitude. It's hard to have a positive attitude, but it's gonna be a good game. I want to know your opinion on something to kind of switch uh, topics here. Um, a lot of fans have been uh just like, it's like saying their thoughts, like uh like a Kevin Adams, like why are you not making a move? Why are you not adding a defenseman? Blah blah blah, et cetera, et cetera. Do something. What are your thoughts on that? Like, um, do you think the Sabres should make a move at defense or this injured? Oh, Mike Riley's on waivers from Boston. He's great. I don't know how he's on waivers. I think they're just full Boston there. just signed this kid and released him, and I heard he's pretty good. <laughs> we'll get to that one later. <laughs> uh, that's obviously a joke. <laughs> I'd be better off not playing hockey. Um, yeah, I could see it from the perspective that you want to sign someone right away, but we're still 13 games into the season and have had some pretty bad injury luck, especially on the defensive end. So I don't know if I'm rushing to make a move, especially when we have a healthy defense. You have Matisse Samuelson, Darlene, and Power as three of them who are all young and core pieces to the defense. So I don't know. I don't really think a move right now is the answer to anything. Maybe a move at forward, like a, I don't know, just something different at forward. I got, I've got a guy at forward that uh, I'm in. Uh, I'm very high on, which I don't think it's. Is it the is it the popular one right now? Say it. It's a completely random one. There's just this oh. guy in the NHL, who I really want to buy his reverse retro jersey. But um, it's Tanner Janot. Do you know Tanner Janot on Nashville? Yeah, I do. He was a rookie last year at 24 years old, put up 24 goals. Uh, it's like if Jeff Skinner and Zach Cashin, maybe someone a little better than Zach Cashin, had a baby. He can shoot, he scores, he hits people a lot, and he fights. And he's an exciting player, and I think he'd be amazing. We need some phys- physicality. You can't have Darlene. Da- that was another discussion too, um, but quickly I just wanted to say um, we are 13 games in. This is for trading for a defenseman. Um, Kevin Adams has a long-term plan here, like, yeah. and like jumping to save something where it's a season where you're not going for it and you're just letting whatever happened happen. I don't think it's worth the. It depends how you do it, like. If you get a guy who could help you, he's under term, he's fits the age group, but like who's giving up that guy right now? Why would anyone? I mean, there was Ethan Bear. I don't even think he's got like term. Maybe he does, but he's I mean, I don't think he drastically improves our defense. I mean, he's better than 
Fitzgerald and Pilot and Clegg, but like, are you? I, I, he has a plan. I trust him. He's drafted some very entertaining guys as a far. So no rush for Kevin, even though trades are fun. And I, if one happened, I wouldn't be mad. Yeah, trades are fun, but I don't think it's- I think fans are just bored from like the transaction side of things. We did we made two moves at free agency, Labushkin and Comrie. Um people want to be entertained by trades and rumors. They don't want to just hear someone say stick to the trust the process every time. Yeah, but uh, the Sabres because they're like a little late on the whole trust the process thing. (laughs) We were gonna with Eichel. (laughs) We were all bought in. That's the whole point. Yeah. Now they're like, trust this process with Donnie G. And I got a question about to you. I got a question for you about Donnie G. Don Granado for anyone listening at home. Oh, him. Okay. Yeah. Um, Do you think he had any business messing around with the lines before Arizona the way he did? See, I uh, I tried defending it because I looked at the brighter side of things. I'm like, one, you are facing Arizona. There's no way we lose. Why not try some things, right? We lost. Think- but I, it's this is another topic for I like I'm I don't mind splitting up Skinner and uh, I like that second line a lot. Skinner, Cousins, and Tuck. I think Cousins needs some. Like he's been playing with Paterka and Quinn, Hinostroza, Phil Guy at right wing, whatever. But I want to see Cousins with some uh, – you get the playmaking goal scorer with uh, Skinner. You get the power forward with talk. I think that would be beneficial over time. And mm-hmm. uh, But I, just, I think on that first line they had Middlestat and Paterka, and it's like Paterka, yeah, he's got all this upside. He's, he seemed very good this year. He's got seven points. But he's obviously still a rookie. He's still got things to figure out, throwing him on a first line – can be tricky. Um, and then you have Casey Middlestat, who they are really, really pushing to take this step, which everyone thought was going to be last year. He had that uh, amazing training camp. And um, this year it's just been tough. Uh, he's, he's doing okay stat-wise. I think he, nothing flashy, but he's – There was something Anthony from Expected Buffalo said. It was uh, – He's like 500-something in the league for points per 60, goals per 60, stuff like that. So it, it's he's really not doing very good. He's not bringing anything. And then he also made another really good point. Middle stat is a very good what? The answer is forechecking. He's good at forechecking. So in what line do we have that forechecks? Gergensen's and Akposo. Why are you forcing Middlestat, who is not providing much at 5v5? Middlestat's eight points. points. On the power play. He's he, all power points, points. A, a very good majority. is that shorthanded goal, and then I think a majority of his points are at power play, where that power play is a whole other discussion. But um, if I think they his contract right now is around $2 million. He's not like it's not like he's making like seven million and you gotta make something happen or else it's looking like a big bust. I mean, it already looks like a bust as it is, but like just put him on the fourth line with guys who play like him. He can go four check, get pucks deep, dump and chase, do his thing, and that six gives a, 
Six of his points are power play points. So, yeah. And one short one is shorthanded. Yeah. So, so, yeah. It's, it's, a, yeah, it's a tough it's situation. And I, I think if you're going to mess around with the lines and tinker with the lines like that and you're playing Arizona, do it maybe after the second period, after hopefully we have a lead. Stick with what's worked against Pittsburgh, what's worked against. I don't know. You, you really need to get those two points against Arizona. You really just got to beat the teams that are bad. I think that's what we have to prove, that we're not bad anymore. Yeah. And when you're yeah. losing 4-1 to Arizona, a lot of people are going to think they've seen this before and check out. I can't wait for this Toronto game. It's a big I, game, too. we got some big games coming up. But the biggest is tonight. If you're listening to this today, we post it because it's uh, Jack Eichel round two. We talk about that at all? That we mentioned Jack at all? <laughs> I think that's just this game has a lot of implications on this season because mm-hmm. it can go. It's many- either we go 500 and we lose to Jack and he probably tears us, or Sabers own Jack Eichel and we're nine and what is it eight and six and we're on a tear and we're a wagon and you're getting the tweets from barstool and you're under the light again but it's just like you can right win now, a few games in a row and be right back to where you were i mean you can oh, go yeah, through little streaks you just gotta you can't let the losing continue to, you gotta stop the bleeding like I don't know if they lost, but I think if uh, Vancouver won tonight, they were close to a playoff start, and I'm pretty sure they started off with, like, seven straight losses or something like that. That would be terrible. Oh, yeah. Uh, St. Louis just lost their eighth straight game in regulation, first time ever in franchise history to do so. That's funny. They won the trade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember a couple years ago, the Sabres did the 10-game win streak. The Blues were the worst team in the league, and then the Blues won the Cup, and we were the worst team in the league. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. That was a fun year. (laughs) Thanks Thanks for that. Yeah. That was probably, like, the worst trick ever. (laughs) Everyone to watch. They're like, we just won 10 in a row. you got to check us out. And then they did nothing. Ever. They lost like 17 straight or something crazy like that. I don't 17 straight was the Ralph Kruger. Was that it? Yeah. Is, is that when he got fired or is that like you still got That was the year he got fired because you lose a record of games and you have to be fired. Like we that were season is such a part of me. I, I don't – I was – it was COVID. Games were just hard to watch. There was no Eichel. I there was nothing to watch and it was it, – Taylor Hall, yeah. <laughs> MVP Taylor Hall. They paid a lot of money to make jerseys of Taylor Hall. Like they expected him to be like a fan favorite. I can't. Oh, imagine if you bought a Taylor Hall jersey. If you're listening to this, and you want a Taylor Hall jersey? I am sorry, but I'm gonna get a custom goat head Taylor Hall. <laughs> okay, yeah. Back to the we uh, the goat head. There was a 40 minute live stream. Yeah, uh, just goats from random angles. You could just switch goats pooping in a away locker room where Jack Leichel will be sitting tomorrow. <laughs> and Sabretooth yeah. uh, came in there, hung out a bit. Um, some people were hoping some like former Sabres would walk in and be a little funny. But uh, regardless, props to the social team and everyone. That was funny. They've been killing it. And that was just the release. I think I think uh, 90s night is going to be special. The mm-hmm. 23rd. 
That is against the Blues, and that'd be a fun game to go to, which I cannot go to. I will not be in town. I'm going with my mom. Mama's boy. She she bought tickets like as soon as she saw the commercial. She's like, should we go to that? And I was like, okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> if they paint the center ice with the goat head, I'd throw up on like <laughs> Do you um do you think uh, Sabretooth will come out in his red uh from the ceiling? You it, like the red uh mascot suit instead of yellow? Do you think no, he does? I think he's the same Sabretooth, but you think he repels from the ceiling, that would be they gotta amazing. kill it that night. They have to kill it. They killed it with RJ. I, they're gonna kill it with Miller tonight, I hope. I think if they're doing this the right way, they could just make these nights like super awesome and people will start caring again that way. But you have to be good on the ice. You have to win that game, which they've done pretty well. RJ Knight, insane. If there's atmosphere. any sort of fancy night for the Sabres, take out a loan and put it on the Sabres winning a game and you will be You ready. can't lose. It's literally <laughs> – the IRS does not want you to know this. <laughs> um. Yeah, red saber tooth or or else. If, if or else we don't buy the team. He's coming from the ceiling, and if we buy the team, he's doing that all every game. Every game, you're coming from the ceiling. And we're bringing back there. the goal siren. I don't know why they stopped. The siren just sounds so much better behind the horn, and it's we just, would we would we would pimp out the sabers so well, but yeah. they're afraid to change. They don't want us to own the sabers. Six hundred thirty-five million. <laughs> Whatever. We'll have it soon. Yeah. I'm allocating uh, funds from different accounts. <laughs> if you want to... I mean, Bitcoin's under $17,000 right now. Maybe you can get, make it wait a little bit. I think it was under something like that. I don't know. We raise $100 million. We put it all in Bitcoin. We wait three years. We pull out whatever billion we have. What, yeah, seventy trillion or something. <laughs> we buy the Sabers and then every other team and make the Sabers the best. Yeah. Immediate trade, Connor McDavid for uh, Tage Thompson. You, you can do that at an ownership level. You can. <laughs> no, we're buying the whole league. I'm thinking okay. bigger than the Sabers. The whole league. We rig it. It's not even fun to watch. <laughs> Fuck the Sabres, man. I don't know why we're doing this anymore. <laughs> it was fun when we were winning, but this is just stupid. Um, yeah, we got. We thought we came in at the right time for a podcast, but now that we're losing, this isn't fun anymore. We quit. Yeah, I don't even care. <laughs> You're listening. Who cares? Go, go do something else. Read a book. We changed our logo. Yeah, we did. That. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Moving on, uh, <laughs> we got a we got a company dog. <laughs> we didn't. His name. He's also the head of our analytics department. <laughs> <laughs> put a put a big picture of him over the screen. He's already there. Employee of the month. <laughs> the Winnipeg Jets are eight three and one. Yeah. Huh. Huh. The Sabres are 8-3 and fun. <laughs> Guys, I hope you win tonight. <laughs> yeah, they... I hope you defeat Jack Eichel. Yeah, they oh, need to win. Too, so we're going to get... Oh, my God. This might be... Oh, 
Such I just want to. I I'm really happy that Eichel is doing well because do you, do you deep down want Jack Eichel to score a lot of goals against us in like some sick fetish thing? Like I think that's what I got. <laughs> <laughs> like I want to see him rip apart the Sabers. I think that would be fun. I think that I would want be him to score just to like. It's either like. Because he's gonna celebrate with the crowd and like the remember what he did to Toronto fans? He's got I got a whole building of fans booing him. He oh will get God. booed so hard if he's he gonna love it. I hope I hope he loves it and like plays into it. He's gonna score a classic Jack Eichel goal tomorrow and or today. And uh it's gonna hurt a lot of people it's because gonna, it's gonna make noise off the bar and everything. It's gonna be a rock. It, oh my god. Thing of beauty. Mm-hmm. I can see it. I can see it right now. And then I can I, see a second one. one. And the third. And the yeah. fourth. Four goal, one assist night for Jack Eichel. It's going to go either he's going to dominate and they're going to destroy us or the Sabres are going to hold him to nothing and we have a, a just a crazy vibes win. And yeah, don't get me wrong. I mean, win, but... I think it'd be funny to see Jack score against us. I hope Phil Kessel has a night. Oh my god, yeah, Phil Kessel. Good for him. I hope he's I, I want a disgusting play from Eichel and Kessel that just makes people throw up. <laughs> I I wanna see it. Uh because it's not that I'm giving up on the season. It's just you can come back from this. We don't have to clarify that we're not we're not giving up on the season. We're yeah. thirteen games in. I mean, it'd be silly to stop caring now. It's I'm just it's there's a part of me that will always love Jack Eichel because he's the reason I'm doing this right now, I'd say. I'd like you know. it was our first love. <laughs> I mean we never really paid attention to hockey and then when you do when you're old enough to understand it. How old were we again when he was drafted? That was in 2015, 13 years old. Years old, yeah. Yeah, that's like the perfect like okay, it's more than just a we're thing not really on TV in the hockey. Yeah, world, but uh, yeah, we looked up to Eichel, and he was very, very good playing for the Sabers, and always the best player on the team, no matter what. Say what you want about his character, but he's a superstar. Not Vegas. <laughs> we gotta bleep that. Alleged, an alleged cocaine addiction. I, I, <laughs> Nothing funny about addiction either. Let's just drop the act. It's so funny though. <laughs> like, th- there's too many like rumors to the point the where TikTok of him at that bar is just. I'm posting that tomorrow. <laughs> when this when this episode comes out, there will be a a tweet from a uh, of that TikTok of Jack Eichel. So stay tuned for that one if you haven't seen it. Like it and post your favorite Jack Eichel goal. Replies. <laughs> oh, God, he's gonna kill us. He's gonna kill. Us. I would love to have him on the show, Jack. Um, glad you're doing well this year. Hope you're next doing okay. What happened in the rec room, Jack? <laughs> Jack, what does this TikTok mean to you? He was. He went to Boston University. He was. He was such a dude there. I bet. Oh yeah, probably the, like, the most. Just imagine Jack College Jack Eichel. Like you saw his attitude when he was like 22 years old. I bet he was an asshole in college. Um, I would not <laughs> want to be friends with him or like 
I think there was one story it was like in an argument with some I, I don't want to paraphrase, so I'm just gonna drop it, but it was I just you just hear a lot of stories from Boston University. Sabres, I'm coming for you. Post that tomorrow too. <laughs> Buffalo. That, yeah, that, that was oh, a good one. For you. <laughs> okay, Jack. <laughs> we'll be here. <laughs> yeah, a lot of good times with Jack Eichel. Couple couple good moments. It was the best of times, it was the worst of times. He really made uh everything look a little better than it really was. Yeah. He's also uh pretty funny. Like when they would do like little skits or something, Eichel was mm-hmm. funny in the Sabres like uh the Enzo sauce one, he was funny. Funny story. I have uh I had a jar of Enzo sauce signed. So it sat I never opened it, sat in about a fridge for about uh two, three years, maybe longer. Never opened. It, it was honestly always fine. So I was like, okay, it doesn't look moldy. It doesn't so then uh, I go to college. I move out. It goes to a dorm room. I kept it in the mini fridge. Comes with. <laughs> it came with. It it was fine in the mini fridge. And then we I moved to this house and uh it was not in the fridge anymore. It's, it was on my TV stand next to my yeah, jacket. Yeah, it's like a decoration in your room. Yeah. I don't, I didn't. It brought the and, room together. And uh, one hot summer day, uh, there was a couple flies, and it was uh, melting from the inside out, and it had that stank to it. So uh, that signed Denzo sauce is gone forever. So That, that would be worth something someday. It, yeah, I know. I always thought it would be. I always thought I'm going to well, thirteen-year-old me really thought Tyler Ennis was going to the Hall of Fame, but uh, he didn't. He's not. Not Close. yet. Yeah, I think once he's done, they'll wait a few years and then they. He's may playing enjoy. overseas this year. You know someone who I miss? Nathan I miss him. He would be. A I hated that Pominville trade. I didn't mind bringing Pominville in. I just hated that we traded Felino. Ennis kind of made sense. But we need a Felino on our team, like now more. Tanner Jano, I'm saying it. Hey, I'm starting it. I can't do yeah. anything about that. Predators are five seven and one. They they're old. They might. Does he have a no move clause? No, he's on the last year of his rookie contract. Oh, he's making he's like eight hundred grand. He's going to be an RFA after the season. Right now, he this year he has thirteen games played, three goals, one assist, four points. 23 penalty minutes. So, I mean, nothing crazy, but last year is rookie year, even though he was 24, 81 games played, 24 goals, 41 points, 130 penalty minutes, four playoff games, and he had an assist. And that's when they got wiped by the Avalanche. So, yeah, if they do it, I'll be all. That's my guy. I'll add a forward. Uh, I would give up a second rounder and a and a guy, maybe more, maybe less. I really don't know. He's not worth much in NHL twenty three in GM in franchise mode. So, hey, do your thing, Kevin. I know you're listening. Kevin, play NHL franchise mode and practice at home, and then you can do whatever trade you want. Yeah. Set it to easy. <laughs> Medium. You know, what? you know what? I hate the NHL trading. 
system. In easier. real life or the game? The game. What's wrong with that? What do you mean? What's wrong with that? Easy is still difficult to pull off trades. I put mine on medium, and it's pretty damn hard. Like, it's like, You're... this makes sense. Just take it. But then they don't. And it's like, oh. did you get okay. NHL 23? Uh, no, and I don't plan on it. Don't. Should I? No. Okay. I thought so. I Same shit, different game, except... All I play is franchise mode. So until they yeah, make franchise same. mode something spectacular, I'm not buying it. I tried playing Hut Hockey Ultimate Team. For some reason, it was yeah. 3v3 when I played. I don't know if I'm just stupid. And I got whooped 6 to nothing in the first period and quit. And I haven't played since. Yes. And this guy had like all of like high 80s players. And I'm rocking like 77 overall Jack Quinn on my first line. Got that upside though. Yeah. Hockey uh, Ultimate Team, you can't like your guys don't progress. You just have to get new cards, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't. I'm never interested in that. Remake I mean, like sets. It's cool, but it's too hard to get like. It's pay to play. You can't yeah. have fun unless you're spending stupid amounts of money. And I don't want to. Yeah, you don't want to spend money opening packs all day to have a really good team because it's not. I don't think it's fun that way. I, I got next. I have a next gen Xbox. I spent almost eighty dollars for the exact same game. I spent almost eighty dollars for last year. I'm furious. It was seventy nine ninety nine. It was like seventy six after tax or something like that. Yeah. No. I I just can't. Why? For a for a roster update. It was payday. The I running got, black goat head isn't even in it. Yeah. They just added the verse retros, and uh, they you see uh, EA posted like a picture of like the players in them, and yeah. no one looked like how they look in real life except yeah. for a handful. And getting little stuff like that wrong is just the most annoying thing ever. Like, I don't understand. Like, if unless you're like a superstar in the league, and there's even some superstars that you just look like a guy named John who works at Wegmans. If you're not like you just get this like automated dude. Yeah, it's never like they never look like the athlete ever. Yeah, I remember uh, like Sam Reinhart would just not look like <laughs> Sam Reinhart at all. But like Jack Eichel would look like Jack Eichel because he's a superstar. But then there's just and then uh, Darlene looks like a like you still look like a salamander, like it was, <laughs> like an albino salamander. It was, <laughs> it was disrespectful. Yeah, they're not, <laughs> they're not really pumping money in the channel anymore. It's, I wish 2K would would grow a grow a set and make a game. I don't think they can with right. There's so much to it that we'll just never understand because we're not economists. Mm-hmm. Confirmed. We're go the Goheads podcast aren't economists. Oh, you would think. <laughs> we just dabble. Yeah, a little bit here, a little bit there. I dabble in the economy. There's a there's a two for four on hash browns at McDonald's. Two rounds for four dollars. How many? What did Dylan say? I don't I was know. Quoting, I was quoting our analytics guy. Yeah, it's hard to keep up. He's spitting facts at you left and right. You just I try to write it all down, and it's, he's already onto something else. But he's yeah, like the expected goals from this angle right here is two for four hash brown, and you have no idea what's going on. Yeah, you're just lost. I mean, there comes a point when you just meet someone with. A higher level of intelligence, and all you can do is sit and listen. Mm-hmm. 
this has been a, right? yeah this has been this, a, this has been a very rough episode of the goat heads podcast this will not make our watch mojo best goat heads, <laughs> top 10 goat heads podcast moments or episodes it won't even be mentioned it, it'll be it'll be something it'll be something i'll say it again daylight savings and buffalo sports this time of year it's every at, year the fact that it's five o'clock and dark doesn't add up at all. Sorry. I'll never get it. Five. I think it, there's something about it ending. It's not going to happen. This is the last year of it. Yeah, they. it's the, the government, I guess, is banning it. So they're just going to make the sun do something else or they're switching the way the moon moves. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know the science behind it. Dylan should know. There is none. We just set our clocks back like a bunch of dummies. I get, like, you want, like... Sun in the morning, it's still there. I would rather have the sun later in the morning. You mean the day, like night? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want it to be dark this early. It's not fun. It's depressing. It's very depressing. Like I'm leaving class at 3 o'clock and it's like, oh, it's getting dark. Yeah. This is how it's going to be the next, what, five months? Okay. At least I got the Sabers. <laughs> <laughs> At least I got oh, Super Bowl team. Arizona tonight. This will be a fun game to watch. I'm going to put on a Sabers shirt and go down and watch it. Oh no! <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, oh God! Another one went off Dylan Cousins. <laughs> when that when that happened, that game was over. I knew it. We're, yeah, we lost. It was like we're going, we're down two one. Going, we haven't even like described anything that's happened in these we games. Don't need to. We're done. It's if you're, if you're, you're watching this, you better Google watch it. the games. But literally, Google it or watch the game. We're not here to babysit. Going into that third period, you're down two one to the worst team ever put on ice, and you let them score. What was it, like a couple minutes in, and it's just like, oh, remember that thing we did against Pittsburgh? It's fine. No. I was I was hoping it was a Pittsburgh experience, but I really thought it was going to be. I'm like, okay, we didn't look that great the first two periods against Pittsburgh. Let's see what Donnie did to them in that locker room. The Zamboni. We need to talk about the Zambonis. Yeah, it's just a it's just a mess, and we got kind of owned by the Arizona Coyotes calling us out. But a Zamboni broke down right in front, right on top of the crease, and stayed there for several minutes, and then they towed it with the other Zamboni. So it was an additional twenty minutes, I think. Maybe yeah, it looked uh, uh, it into the average NHL fan. They look at that and they go, "Only at a Buffalo, Arizona game," because <laughs> in their eyes, we're just we're in the same damn boat as the Arizona Coyotes, and I think that's offensive. But we lost four to one, so I just have to sit there and listen to it. I was at that butt goal game. A couple, uh, uh. <laughs> I was at the butt goal game. I think Mark Pissick got that one. That was a goal for us, though. Yeah, it went up in the air in the goalie's butt. You went back in the net. It was a good laugh. Classic goal. Yeah. But you have one go off cousin skate and then another one. Those aren't classic. Was that the year we got Eichel? We were tanking for McDavid and got plan B. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that would be the year. Nice. Cool. <laughs> so much time wasted just building this team. 
We're going to tank for McDavid. It'll be, it'll be easy. We're going to get this guy. He's going to be the best. We get I think McDavid has almost thirty points right now. <laughs> yeah, he has fourteen goals. Sorry, I was twelve calling. games. Yeah, he's going to win every award, even the Vesna. Like, just give it to him. Him and Drysdale were. Yeah, him. It's just so- I don't get. They have McDavid and Drysdale one and two every year. Like every year, it's the same thing. Like the two best play- hockey players in the NHL are McDavid and Drysdale. You think they'd be good on their own? I'm talking about. Uh, I think they would be the same like on their if, own. Like if they were to change teams, like both of them yeah, go to separate teams. Yeah, they'll be fine. I think maybe their point total drops a little bit, but I think someone else will just carry the load for helping them get there. Just give them the puck and the rest. You'll get a point. They got to with David and Dreisaitl, man. How do they, how do you got to? You can't have them forever. One of them's going to want to leave. It's only reasonable to assume if they can't get over the hump. I would get- love Dreisaitl on the seat. I know, obviously, McDavid, but I feel like he's just such a – yeah, I like kind of too. <laughs> I mean, David kind of seems like a dick, but Drysaddle seems He's like the cool best guy. at what you do by far. He's the best yeah. hockey player in the league ever. Like, I said it ever in the modern yeah. era. Yeah. You, you can't, can't compare it. To- you can't compare the '90s hockey to what it is today. It's just evolution. It's two different time periods. Completely. Victor Olson has nine goals. And nine of them are empty netters. <laughs> I don't like him. <laughs> I'm sorry, Victor. I know you're listening. I'm not your biggest fan. You're a one-trick pony. And you don't bring anything that I enjoy other than that. Slap and, and you got a cool goal song. But other than that, your presence pisses me off. <laughs> Who would you rather have in that spot right now, though? Another young guy? We're just a young guy team. Yeah, but I'd take Jack Quinn, who's making plays in the offensive zone, forechecking, anything. Olsen is just like a guy that does nothing at 5v5 except score empty netters. Or his shot is so absurd that it's like, oh my God. Like when he does it, like, I love you. But then it's like, oh. Go get that puck in the corner. And he's like, no. And you're like, okay. Um, if he's got nine goals in 13 games, I don't think we should have a reason to not like him. If you get a guy scoring. He has one assist. Good for him. But he's a goal scorer. <laughs> and if he scores 30 goals this year, you're not going to. You can't be mad at a guy who scores 30 goals. Oh, my God. If he scores 30 goals, he should be on his the fastest way out of here at the trade deadline. And we need to get something that makes sense. We've got goal scorers in the pipeline. We got you hope. You hope, but I mean, Jack Quinn will get it figured out. We just got he did not just do what he did in the AHL last year, and then just never. He he's gonna figure it out. It's hard to figure it out when you have how many games played. There's no way he has eleven NHL.com. Well, if he does have no, that's wrong. This is a lie. I think it could be right. 11 games played? You're saying yeah. you got scratched twice. That can't be true. That sounds right. Okay. 
Well, he has one goal for us, just five points. Not bad. I mean, he's a rookie. Well, yeah. Who? And he's on the fourth line. What am I saying? If he does play, he's on the fourth line. For what? And he wasn't getting power play time until recently. For what? Gergensen is a fun player to watch, though, eh? He's the great. Latvian locomotive. He's on. He's on a. He's on one this year. If he was, yeah, was two assists, five points. You can't complain from that from your fourth line left winger. Um, this is one of those uh, pods, folks. If you listen, how to about the- this? If the Sabers beat Eichel tomorrow, we'll make another pod in person. Okay, because you'll be over for the game if we don't, and if we go to the game, you'll be over after. So. If that's the case, if the Sabres pull out something, we will be back uh, tomorrow with a much more exciting episode. Because this but... is not <laughs> like, – if, is... if you get into heaven based on your podcast ability and they use this episode as like a judge, we're going to hell. Like, it's a good analogy. <laughs> it's a good I, I mean, it's, it's <laughs> simple. This was – if you're still listening, we we lulled you to sleep. This, yeah. this like this is. Should we just call this podcast "White Noise"? <laughs> yeah, that's actually. <laughs> We're not doing that. Um, uh, I'll make a Jack Eichel reference. Jack is back. What What was the one I listened to last year? No, no Jacks in this deck. That was good. I think that was Charging Buffalo. Good work. Yeah. Let's think of it right now. You think of a name. I'll think of a name. We'll say it. Three, two, one. Crack Eichel. (laughs) (laughs) Jack attack. (laughs) I don't know if we can do Crack Eichel and expect to be respected among players. (laughs) I don't think players listen. So it's fine. Not yet. Um, Not yet. But when they do and they stumble across this episode, they're gonna be like, oh I can't I can't pain in the neck. I like it. We gotta how can we build it into if you build it, it's gonna be too long. Like you can't make titles super long. Pain pain in my neck. Okay. Okay. William Carrier is also returning who played, so Oh, I liked him a lot. I'm he sad. He on Vegas. I'm going to boo him harder than Eichel. <laughs> <laughs> I support it. <laughs> Just be pissed at him for being picked in an expansion draft where he had no say in anything. He, he's he's uh, still on Vegas from the expansion draft, which is rare. So yeah. He must be, and he's played every season, so he must be doing something that they like. Good for him. Shout out William Carrier. Come on the pod. Talk to us. Shoot him a DM. All right. We're wrapping this up. This has been the Goatheads Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Goatheads Pod. Subscribe on YouTube. Uh, Yeah, there's reading notes for this. You could tell. (laughs) If you are streaming, uh, download the episode, give a review. We'd really appreciate it. And we'll see you on the next one. Oh, yeah. Goodbye.